This is our best chance to find a habitable planet. We breed and raise our own crew. Three. Train them in isolation to prepare them for life in space. Two. The voyage will take 86 years. I'm scared. Of what? There's nothing to be scared of. You are the link between past and future generations. And have been entrusted with the survival of our species. The normal kids. Sensitive and smart. I need to protect them. There's a toxin in the water. It's coming from us. We're eating something toxic. It's the blue. It's medication. Blue. To decrease pleasure. Blue. I'm not drinking it. What does it feel like to feel something? not feeling what I'm feeling. What's going on? They're drugging us. To prevent exactly this kind of thing from happening. System restarting. We won't ever see the planet. I want to be honest with them. About everything. He can't protect you. Protect us from what? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our official review for Lionsgate's Voyagers. I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team and Box Office Beat Zone Show and YouTube. We have Larry. Larry, hello. Hello. All right. And we have from the Cinemania World team, mainly movies, we have Alyssa. Alyssa, hi. Hi. How are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good. Last time we were all together was on a stream where I lost my tooth. And <laughs> yes. Up, update. Still not in. I have an appointment on Monday. So just it's we're almost there. But anyway, anyway everyone, we are talking about if you didn't notice, I'm stalling because we're going to get into this movie, this Voyagers, Neil Berger and white people. Ty Sheridan. <laughs> Who else is in this thing? I don't know. I have no idea. Lily Rose, Lily Rose Depp. Depp. Colin Farrell. Lily Rose Farrell. Depp. Colin Farrell's in there for 10 minutes. And Brand Brand Muffin. Stark. Brand Stark. And more... <laughs> <laughs> more YA geeks are in this movie. Theon okay. Everyone listen, honestly, honest to God, if this goes more than 20 minutes, I'll be befuddled. Uh, okay, so we are talking about Voyagers from Neil Berger, and the synopsis is as follows from IMDb. A crew of astronauts on a multi-generational mission descend into paranoia and madness, not knowing who's real or not. That's the synopsis for this? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, everyone, let's get into our thoughts. Uh, usually I start with my guests. I'm going to start today. So Larry and Alyssa, you guys can just, I don't know, just sit back and relax for a little bit. Everyone, I, I, I think we need to talk about these YA films. 
they're 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 not working. I I I don't know what's going on. I don't know who thinks these are these these things are 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 good for society. They're not. This director, I think he's responsible for Divergent as well. That's a horrible yes. movie. All what else has he done? Oh, all bad. No, Limitless Man, I didn't was know. great. No, he did Limitless. So he did Limitless. He did The Upside. No, I'm talking about the YAs. The YAs. Oh, I love Limitless. No, I have well, it. I have it on Blu-ray. It's fantastic. Well, the only the, YA he did. <laughs> the YAs has got to stop. Well, he's done two now, and they're horrible. Anyway, they got to stop. They all, there's like one. There's like one YA that I like that's not this action sci-fi stuff, and it's probably like to all the boys that trilogy and whatnot. It's fine. It's really good. I enjoy it. But these sci-fi ones, this, this, and Lionsgate's Chaos Walking is not his, but that was bad. I mean, Larry says it's entertaining somewhere. <laughs> I have no idea. It just beats the fuck out of me. Uh, this movie was not good. I liked the premise going into it. I actually liked the opening. I said, oh, this is a cool kind of concept. I get it. Um, I don't know why they're sending one adult. For this trip, but they did. Well, they but, weren't uh, even going to send any. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It beats me on why that's a thing. But uh, yeah, I love the poster. I was excited because the poster's really nice. That's all I got for this movie. Uh, some of my friends, even on this team, are liking this movie. I don't get it. Maybe one of you two can enlighten me on where some there's some enjoyment in this movie. I just thought it was bad. That's my review of Voyagers. Larry, what'd you think? Yeah, so I liked maybe the first act or so because I think it was interesting to really just explore the coming of age part of this in space and you know, these suppressed kids who haven't experienced anything other than this ship um, and coming into their own. I think that was a cool concept and one that I was interested in watching. Plus, I do think Neil Berger started with some interesting visual ideas, but then <laughs> it just goes in a different like Lord of the Flies style direction that didn't was far less interesting and the screenplay was not good so it just started to fall apart the performances also were not good so mm -hmm. uh, yeah it's it's frustrating because i there's potential here for something that could have been good and interesting and thought provoking and instead it just all was not there <laughs> yeah horrible larry i agree uh, yeah, listen, I actually agree with you. I, I I won't completely bury the movie. I should, but I won't as far as... Uh, I did like the, the maybe the first 10 minutes. I was like, there's something here that could be very interesting. And then uh, it went from an interesting concept to something about sex, to something about aliens, to something about other stuff. And then I just, I just felt, I felt it just it went down a cliff uh, as far as storytelling goes and all that. Alyssa, what do you think? Um, so me and Larry are on almost identical pages here with this movie. Uh, pretty much everything he said, I completely agree with. Uh, I also really enjoyed the first act of this movie and really kind of even the first half. Um, I think it's set up for what could have been a very interesting movie about kind of the morality of 
sort of scientific experiments and expeditions. It had a really unique concept when it came to that, right? We've we've all seen the, you know, go colonize a new planet uh, type of story a bunch of times, but not quite in this way um, with the, you know, the training of the crew and in, in the way it was done here. So I thought that was really interesting. It could have could have gone someplace really uh, unique, but uh, like you guys said, it just kind of devolves into this Lord of the Flies thing. And you know, it, it's it's not even just like hints of Lord of the Flies. Like it is Lord of the Flies. I mean, we've got you know the equivalent of Ralph. We've got the equivalent of Jack. We've got the equivalent of Piggy, right? We've got the equivalent of the Beast. So like everything from Lord of the Flies is in this, except now we've added uh, some some girls to the mix. So we've got this kind of uh, teenage hormone stuff uh, rampaging as well, and it's in space. But uh, you know, it, they don't really. It just doesn't really do anything unique with that, right? I mean, the idea of, you know, Lord of the Flies in space could have been cool, right? They could have done some interesting things with that, especially with the the unique setup, the unique premise that we get in the first act, first half or so. Um, but it just, it doesn't really go anywhere. And like Larry said, the writing is so rough in this movie. Um, some of that dialogue is just awful. And you know, I, I understand wanting to try to put forward the, the the main themes of that Lord of the Flies concept, but it's just so on the nose and so heavy handed with some of the things, you know, like, why should we care about our grandchildren? It's like, hmm, okay, like, yeah, okay, it's about life, but it's also about, you know, this very specific concept and setup of the multi-generational journey. It's just, I don't know, like, it, it had elements that were okay, but it just... Uh, it didn't do much, um, especially if you're already familiar with the Lord of the Flies kind of setup and story, then I don't see this one having all that much to offer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, listen, I don't know what, what else to say about this. <laughs> well, the, I think a big problem, too, is uh, so speaking on the acting someone else Oof. said they really liked his performance but i'm gonna say that i think fion whitehead i think is how you say his name who plays jack was not charismatic enough Theon to pull whitehead. off the like villainous role he's in oh the um, villain dude the fella He's yeah. not charismatic because that kind of character, that kind of charlatan, you know, convincing people, you know, much like a political figure who did so, you know, five years ago, um, you have to have some sort of charisma. Like people have to gravitate towards you in a believable way. And he, I was just like, wow, I know that you all are kind of naive because you've been meddled with. But this is just frustratingly stupid. Like, oh fuck! <laughs> like me. it was just frustratingly stupid to watch because it, they didn't give you anything to go with on him. And then Ty Sheridan was—he was one of the better performances because Lily Rose Depp I found to be uh, uh, just blank. I, I don't Everyone, know what was going just on there. the only one that was like acting here was probably Colin Farrell, and then he vanishes. I'm well, fine. to be fair, at least in the beginning, there is kind of a reason for them to be yes. sort of wooden. <laughs> um, but as as the story moves on, I, I do think they the performances should have opened up in a way that they just didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I think uh, this kind of uh, this kind of idea, right? It works, you know, for about twenty minutes. 
and then uh, the 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 kids they have to start giving uh person they have to start give start to give personalities and they don't uh i gotta get into spoilers i'm sorry everyone if you didn't watch i'm glad we didn't do the review yesterday um it's out now if you're gonna see it (laughs) if you care about spoilers uh sorry but we don't recommend the film you can click off now we we don't really give it a high recommendation yeah i don't recommend it at all And, and and the sad part about this is that i actually really was looking forward to it because i knew nothing about the movie i saw a poster i i saw the tagline and i said I think Larry was kind of like, hey, let's reach out, you know, yeah. so we can get. And I was like, oh, you know, I wasn't looking forward to it. I mean, I wasn't thinking about that movie, but why not, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I, I actually was looking forward to it. I was not going into this like a chaos walking. Well, I knew it's going to be a disaster. But I, I this first of all, this movie makes t- chaos walking like a freaking Oscar film. And uh, it's insane to me. But as far as spoilers go, um, spoiler warning in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, this story is such a mess. They get on... First of all, the the plot of the movie... And why is it always Lionsgate films that always... Like, I always got to go into spoilers <laughs> because I'm angry about something. Okay, the plot of the movie... Hey, we got 86 years. It's going to take 86 years for you guys to come back. Whatever. And uh, the, you have to go see if this planet's okay to live in. You, and then we're going to send the kids there unmonitored and just hope for the best. So Colin Farrell is like, let me go. So they're like, okay, Colin, you can go. So he's the only one who are with these children on this ship. What if he has a heart attack? What if he has a stroke? What if he like slips and falls? He's what the if only he gets guy. Electrocuted? <laughs> <laughs> or something. What you I I don't understand. So they send one adult to this mission with literal babies. Okay, fine. Colin Farrell dies. Okay, he's 30 20 minutes and I wasn't counting, whatever. He dies. Now they all got to like fight for themselves or fend for themselves. And like almost immediately it's not a buildup of like them all working together. Immediately there's friction with this geek. What's his name? Theon Whitehead. Okay, I thought he was awful. I don't I don't know who's saying he was good. I thought he was bad. He's all angry. The script has him walking up to women and grabbing their breast. What? And then the and then Lily Rose Depp is just looking at him. Like, hey, what you doing? And I'm like, what is going on with this movie? So then he leaves her, and then he goes to another woman and grabs on something, and she's like, yeah, okay, you know, I can rock with this. And okay, by this time, I'm like, Larry and Larry and Alyssa, what the fuck is this? What is going on? At this time, I'm messaging you guys. And I'm like, what is going on? Then there, there, there's a there's a black actress. So in this script again, I got I got Neil Berger calling this black actress a pig. This sucked. Just to be clear, that is a reference to Lord of the Flies. She is I, I essentially don't, the character I, I, that's named I, Piggy in fuck. the movie. 
and, and the book. And so that that's the reference there. But uh, I mean, I agree with you. It's definitely uh, a lot of the stuff is very problematic. Um, but and it's again, again so not 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 in a devil's sister. advocate kind of way, but the the there's sort of reasoning within the story that you know these kids not only have they only ever act interacted with each other and Colin like they've never had any sort of interaction with anybody else their entire lives but they've also been drugged their entire lives and so they've never um developed normally and so by going off the blue like they're all of a sudden getting hit with this like burst of hormones that they first um you know biologically have never experienced but also you know like psychologically never experienced emotionally never experienced so they you know, not to say that they're not, you know, in control of their actions, but like that's that's the idea in the story, at least that they've never had and these I, experiences. I just think there's a better way to show that Definitely there's agree. a better way to show that than in 2021. This is not this is fine for. OK, you come out in 20, mm-hmm. 2003 or something. Fine. I, I, I feel like we're just beyond this. Well, I, I'm, even- I'm so we're beyond this. I, I know that's the point, but you can't you, you're you're that you're that you're that nonsensical as a writer that you can't find something else to 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 hone in the the fact that they have hormonal problems the first thing they do here is they just have a guy fuck i i just think i i if if you don't mind it fine i just think in 2020 or in 2021 we are beyond stories like this it's like when i talk about uh, stories about like slavery and shit like that. We're beyond this, and I don't know why. At the helm of the of one studio, there's one fucking studio <laughs> that keeps doing the same shit, and I think it's so annoying. And fuck me. Go ahead. Well, Leah, beyond even problematic tendencies, it's just so ham fisted. Like mm-hmm. to have him just walk up and grab a woman's boob. It's just, I mean, <laughs> again, I think they actually started off really well with the guys wrestling and like the kind of bromancy touching of each other just because they want to feel. So they're like shocking, you know, like that kind of stuff. And as you work into them exploring these new sensations, I think it starts well. And then the whole movie, that's the problem, is it starts with these ideas that could work, that could be really interesting and then the script just doesn't know how to handle them and just shoves them in so ham-fisted that you're like, whoa, okay. And it's a it's a problem that plagues the whole script and certainly shows up with with our antagonist who just left and right is like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I... <laughs> this is like the most ham-fisted character I've seen in a while. What is going on? I don't know. Okay. I totally agree. Like they they have his character so almost cartoonishly oh, yeah. antagonistic that it's like he's he's no longer believable um yeah. as this kind of, you know, teenager that doesn't know what his hormones are doing. And so it's just I agree that it starts off good, like you said, with them kind of wrestling and them just having so much more energy, you know, and like running around the ship and everything, but then it just and and I think part of it is because you know, we know the marketing at least was very much like marketing this as kind of like a teen, you know, like hormone sex horny kind of thing. And like, that's not really what most of the movie is. No. Like, I mean, if you watch that first nope. teaser trailer and then you look at the poster and then you watch the movie and you're like, these aren't even remotely no. like the same thing. Um, 
but it's uh it's handled very strangely also i think there's i think there's problematic treatment of the people of color across the board yeah i don't care what uh, kind of reference it's making it's horrible Um, yeah i mean we have the guy the kid from blinded by the light um who is i believe pakistani and Mm -hmm. he is the one that is outed as this other and like brutally murdered by everyone on the ship and he he was kind of ostracized right from the beginning um we have the other black man who is being like manipulated by our lead who is uh, also you know verging on a caricature uh, i mean just uh, we have that asian girl like everybody's on the periphery but i just don't think any of the people of color were handled well in the film um yeah. and as someone pointed out how many kids are on the ship and we have like what like four <laughs> listen and and a couple and what i want to what i say about that right is i know a lot of fans they go into movies and they look at stuff with a blind eye as far as character beats and, oh, my God, you know, if you're complaining about that, you're being too woke or whatever. But as a critic and as a writer, I know that there is a person who is not of color writing this script. It's my same issue when I go into almost any uh, Tarantino film. At the end of the day, one of my biggest problems with Antebellum was that I had to watch these two directors literally before the screening say, this is a movie that we need. So in my eyes, it's them writing this stuff with the intention of this is fine, this is okay. So I have this movie and I have a white writer who is writing lines for his villain character to say to characters of color and literally the 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 main one of the one of the i forget the actress's name but there's like six different times where someone is calling her this someone is someone else is calling her fat another person is calling her this in my eyes it's a direct it's a director slash writer who is writing this stuff and and to me, there's some truth if you feel like you have to write this and that's what a villain come off as. I think in this day and age, there has been so many other works of media that have shown you how to write villains without being, oh, oh my villain's bad because he says this and that in the third, so now you don't like him. No, I think we're past that. And I think the fact that he's writing these lines, I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? Every single person of color here was a disaster. And and I'm sorry, but as a black critic, I go into these things and I'm so sick and tired of these characters being being placed and typecast for movies like this. And it, and it, it happens so much in YAs. It, it happens so much in these movies and it's so frustrating. So if I come out of it and one of the things that I that I have that I have to complain about is the, your use of, of, of actors of color. I, I just then you 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 really did a disservice as far as to a certain community. And that goes for any kind of ostracized community. And I just think it's very annoying. All the people of color, Asian, Asian, black, Hispanic, uh, Pakistani characters in this movie was just a waste. And I think that is so annoying. And I think we should be m- way more past that. That's one of my biggest. That's one of my biggest issues with this movie. At the core, it's three just fellas, 
and stuff, Ty Sheridan. It's not none of their. That's not none of these actors' fault. I, so that's where I go when I go in and I have to blame whoever's at the head of making all these choices for these characters. One of my biggest yeah. issues with the film. So I I, I agree with you on that. Uh, like you said earlier, there's only like out of like the thirty kids I think that are supposed to be on the ship. Like you said, it's very few are are people of color, and the fact that they become the brunt and that you know again by taking this Lord of the Flies uh, story and applying it to this particular set of characters, like it just seems like um, uh, a poor choice to make. You know, to to take her character and you know, assign that particular character to the role of Piggy from Lord of the Flies. Like, you could have picked any number of the just random other 30 or 24 or whatever white characters and made them the Piggy character. Uh, so it it's, yeah, I, I don't really understand the, the choice there. Um, at least yeah. in, you know, assigning roles to the, the Lord of the Flies characters. Because again, that's, like, it's so much a lord of the fly story in that third act yeah. um so like everything oh, from the ostr uh ostracization ostracization um <laughs> and uh just yeah i mean the name calling i mean all that's coming from that source material but just the way it's actually applied here um like you said is problematic and also just kind of baffling at this point yeah. in time and then we get to that end, and it just concludes so fast. Um, Everything does. It's like all the blot points. So just, yeah. But then we also are like, oh, it's an 86-year journey. And they show at the end, they made all this hoopla about we're never going to get to see it, so who cares? But then they show them, like, old. <laughs> well, it's their, their kids. Oh, is it their kids who are I think the old so. people? I mean, because figure, they they were what? They were about 10 when they started this journey. So they would have been 96. I mean, some of them might have still been alive, but I think it's probably just, their kids who are like 76. people, all these little kids who are running around. I was just like, uh, <laughs> I don't know about this like ending little montage either. I don't know. I thought the end just all wrapped up very conveniently, very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um, again, yeah. I again, it is pulling from a source material, particularly with the resolution. But it was like, uh, you could. And I just I think... Know. um. Last thing, last thing, last big issue is uh, the characters are fucking stupid. So, uh, so there's a there's a moment in the movie, right, where okay, this this villain is caught. He's caught. There's footage, and he's caught. Everyone's in the room has watched this footage. So then, he just says, "Uh, well, how do we know they're not lying? And they're the aliens." And then the kids are just like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right." And I said, what? <laughs> Not one of you was like, dude, you're an idiot. No, it's what is going on? Okay, that's that's my last thing with this movie. Is anyone having yeah, any thoughts? Oh, this is awful. This is well, well, I was going to say with that, it's, uh, again, I hate to keep going back to Lord of the Flies, <laughs> but I mean, it's the whole idea of the beast, right? And like uh, convincing everybody that this thing that doesn't exist is actually there. Um, and so that, I, I totally agree. These characters are beyond dumb. Um, but again they don't have the development and kind of emotional and physiological maturity that we do or that we did at that age um because of their having to take the blue um and again like one of the big themes of lord of the flies and thereby also this movie is this idea this concept of groupthink, right and how like easily people can be swayed by charisma or 
sort of pseudo charisma in this case with uh, the uh, Fionn uh, Wojtyd's character. But uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's dumb, but like there, there's a basis for it, but I just don't think it was executed very well here. Yeah. I mean, that was yeah. one of the scenes where it was really evident to me that he just didn't have the charisma to pull this off and make you believe that people would follow him. Yeah. But neither <laughs> of them did. You had him versus Ty yeah. Sheridan. I mean, and Ty neither, Sheridan neither of them and were I leaders. Mean, <laughs> no, I, neither was Lily Rose Depp. I mean, nobody on the ship really was a leader. And it was like, uh, I mean, even his like sidekick had a little bit more charisma to him than that. Fiat. Which one? The but, tall fella? Yeah, I mean, he didn't really either, but it just, yeah, in that moment, you're like, uh, it's so hard to to buy into it because you're like, you you have to completely suspend everything you know to see people being sold by this guy. You, I don't know, that kind of role, you just have to have more charisma and you're giving this speech about this alien being in people and being able to convince them to forget what their eyes just witnessed and you know that's what you you just have to be more charismatic and he wasn't and that's the problem with a lot of our cast is uh, they just weren't able to really sell and i guess partially to their credit uh the script was not good so mm -hmm. they weren't able to overcome a less than great script to sell the material to the audience hey here's an idea if you can't do it just don't you know, no one requested this movie to happen. Also, too, there's a better version of, like, this Lord of the Flies story on Netflix. It's a series, uh, albeit, you know, it's not a it's not a feature film. It's not great or anything, but it's called The Society on Netflix. Same shit, different day, balance That's of not very sexy, y'all. That's the other thing. We touched on it a little bit. This thing is trying to sell you, like, this sexy movie. It's not at all. Like, no, uh, <laughs> there's, like, one no. montage that even attempts that. There's, yeah. yeah. And then I saw something that he was like, oh, you know, there was, like, an article saying oh what he had to cut to make it pg-13 i'm like dude you had nothing why are you lying i know you didn't have anything this is this is uh, something yeah. that's what i thought listen Even i didn't, I didn't look at any uh, film this does not like push the envelope like no. there have been sexier yeah. pg-13 films than this. i am um, the poster i didn't look at any the, uh, trailers I, I, I literally way edgier than anything that you see in this film i'll tell you that right now right i literally saw the poster uh i saw the poster saw that it was coming out this week and that was my go-to for it so i didn't I, I i assumed it was it was like i assumed it was gonna be like rated r i didn't know it was gonna be a ya until i saw the actors get grown up and i said oh boy um and then i knew what we were gonna get and stuff like that maze runner and all those kind of things although maze runner is awesome but still uh okay everyone i said we we're gonna go 20 minutes we went 30 there you go. I I I I can't get any more time to this movie. I just I, I can't. I'll I'll let y'all y'all have y'all reviews up already. Um. Yeah. So let's 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 wrap this up because this is not good. Anyway, let's go to Larry. Any final thoughts? And then uh, you can link your show. Let everyone know they know they can follow you. Yeah. So as he said, I uh, I did a a full solo video review as well for this film, and just basically. 
it was it was a disappointment. It had potential, and that's that's what made it so disappointing. Leaving is that I saw some good aspects, and I saw something interesting, and possibly even a little bit innovative, devolve into something very derivative and a poor script, poor performances that ultimately just left with a very lackluster attempt at this sexy space YA film. So uh, this could have been so much more, and I wish it were. But you can find my solo video review as well as all of the rest of my film-related content at LC Screen Talk on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram. All right. Uh, Alyssa. Um, I don't know they can follow you. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, kind of agree with final thoughts of what Larry said there, that it had potential, um, had some interesting elements, and if you're somebody who likes this kind of YA science fiction stuff, you'll probably enjoy it. I think if you're somebody who also isn't already familiar with Lord of the Flies, and you're kind of experiencing or seeing these types of themes and, and story concepts for the first time, you might get a little bit more out of it um, than than people who are already familiar with the Lord of the Flies story. Um, but uh, it's it was disappointing, didn't really fulfill the uh, potential that its premise had. Uh, and so uh, I, like, like both of them mentioned, I also did a uh, solo video review. So you can find that uh, at Mainly Movies on YouTube. And you can find me at Mainly Movies pretty much everywhere else. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those places. All right, everyone. You could follow me here. It's the Mainly World Podcast. I ain't got no final thoughts. Sorry. Uh, follow me on Twitter. It's the 94 Podcast. It's the Mainly World on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry, and that was Alyssa. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.